welcome to episode 61 of Instant Expertise Marketing. Thank you for dropping by to listen in. Since today we are sandwiched between two massive but very different seasonal events, Sherry and I wanted to cover how we've leveraged these February event pillars to drive client revenue and why you should too, even if your brand is not even remotely connected to either football or romance. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of X Promos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomadi. And I'm Sherry Nomadi. Hello there. And as you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, Yvette and I approach business from very opposite ends of the spectrum. However, we do always come to the same conclusions on how to help our clients succeed. And we think we're better for it that way. Uh, aligning your marketing offer is a major seasonal event that can be really an effective strategy for a number of reasons. As you know, one of the goals of marketing is to join a conversation that's already happening in your target's mind. So when you make an offer related to a major seasonal event, you're entering a conversation in their head that your brand wouldn't have otherwise been able to connect with. Exactly. So for instance, if you're a B2B SaaS company, a prospect would not expect you to make an offer related to the Super Bowl. But when you do, you're connecting your brand to their personal life, which is a way to elevate your status. And since the Super Bowl is the most watched live event in the U.S., then you're taking an acceptable risk that your prospect will have some sort of at least passing interest in it. And it's really your job to create an offer that they're interested in and that will motivate them to go for the reward in exchange for moving forward towards what is your end marketing goal. Yep. And, you know, we've used the Super Bowl as a connector multiple times in our history for both B2B and B2C brands. Our favorite execution was one that we did for Rainbird, the people that make, you know, sprinklers and whatnot. We developed and executed a contractor loyalty program that we named Fields of Green. Now, contractors would actually earn points that they could then claim for all sorts of gear, but the top prize was a VIP trip to the Super Bowl. This was a sweepstakes prize. The rest of it was earned gear. But what you would do is that you would receive entries into that sweepstakes based on the total number of purchases you made. So just a couple of legal notes here. One, they did not have an NFL sponsorship, but you are allowed to use trips like this in a sweepstakes prize package so long as you very clearly state that you are not a sponsor. Now on the consumer side, you cannot say win a trip to the Super Bowl unless you are a sponsor because that phrase is trademarked, which is why you see a lot of consumer brands call it the big game and other things like that. Secondly, you cannot require a purchase to enhance your chance to win a sweepstakes prize. Did you all hear that? Because we see violations of it every single week. Regularly. Okay. That is because that's called a lottery. If it's chance and you have to pay, that's a lottery. So 
business rules for sweepstakes are different than the consumer rules. And you do have a bit more leeway in those, but always, always consult with a sweepstakes attorney to get your rules approved and done right, or at least a valid promotional marketing agency who consults with promotional legal law firms. Exactly. And that was, those were, you know, I'm not always big on the, uh, the special stop to clarify, but Sherry, those were really good points and are really important in this kind of program. So that aside, okay, let's figure that you've got that part covered. Um, as Sherry said, as I recall, the Fields of Green program killed it, okay? Rainbird actually enjoyed a 20% bump in contractor sales, which for them translated to millions of dollars in revenue. Because you see, the goal for them was to give contractors a reason to regularly shop Rainbird instead of picking up those competitive products at the big box stores. And the reality is it worked. That's right. And it really, really was a great program for them. And with Super Bowl programs, you don't have to do trips to the game, although that is a very enticing reward because for many people, that's a big bucket list item. But you could also connect with them in different ways. Absolutely, you can. And in fact, I asked ChatGPT, our, you know, the AI tool that's out there, to give me a list of categories with the biggest sales bumps from the Super Bowl. These categories included snack foods, alcohol, party goods, big screen TVs, and team football merch. And for some products like the avocado, Super Bowl season is their number one sales event for the year. Who knew, right? Yeah. <laughs> so All the guacamole. That's right. It's that guacamole. Um, every day of the year is a day for guacamole, as far as I'm uh, concerned. I can, cannot disagree. <laughs> so, but if you're not in one of those categories, the thing is, you can still step back and figure out how you can help your prospects have a better Super Bowl experience. Because the bottom line is everybody is having a Super Bowl experience, or many people. Are they hosting a party? Are they going to one? Are they interested in going to the Super Bowl itself? I mean, the, the possibilities of how you can enter this conversation in their mind is really limitless, okay? And it depends on the price point of your product or service. But for instance, think about this. You can spend five $600 and give somebody a flat screen TV for free that's of a decent size mm -hmm. with any deal that closes before the Super Bowl, as long as you leave time for price fulfillment. As an example. Yeah, that's exactly right, Yvette. And speaking of fulfillment, guys, you might want to make it easy on yourself by delivering these prices via a digital gift card from retailers like a Best Buy or something, because then your prospect can take that gift card and they can go and get it at their convenience and select what they really want, maybe pay a little more mm -hmm. or pay less and get something else. It doesn't matter. It's just still giving them the prize and making it easier on both you and the winner. And you'll be thankful and so will they. Yeah, and, and that's a great point. And, you know, there's other things you can do too. You can offer to cater their Super Bowl party or you can send a specialty order of gourmet wings or some fancy appetizer that's really well known in their market or your market or some other type of engagement. There's really kind of an endless supply of things that you can do. The point is you want to get into their head and be part of the conversation. 
Yeah. And also, if you're really into the gamification thing, you can run a pool where people guess the final score. And then the ones that are closest to that win some sort of significant prize, something that resonates with them, maybe your product or your brand. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, the the other opportunity is you can always promote heavily to your prospects that are in those two metro areas that are going to be facing off in the game. That's always an, a nice thing to do. The challenge with those kind of programs, just as a caveat, because we've actually been through this, is that you only have two weeks to get the details all together because you don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl until two weeks before. And that's just not a lot of time. If you want to do something through the the season or the <clears throat> even the playoff season, that's all possible. But you have to kind of think through those logistics before you kind of commit to those type of things because of the timing of those kind of programs. Absolutely. And, you know, you could also send Super Bowl champs gear in a direct mail kit, maybe a really nice high-end kit that you put together for a high-value prospect after the game. That's a great idea. Again, especially if certainly in ABM, if you know anything about your prospects and they're in a market where their team just won the Super Bowl, sending them a nice little swag kit with a note that says, hey, I thought you might like this, whatever is like fantastic way to connect with them after the game. So, you know, the point here is we just want you to see that there's all kinds of ways that you can connect with your customer's Super Bowl experience. Mm -hmm. And as we said, getting into their head is a great way to move them towards better knowing, liking, and trusting you. That's right. And, you know, here's the thing too. You can't just say win or earn a Super Bowl thing. You guys, you have to connect that with your brand. So totally. you always need some sort of connection because then that offer really helps sell your brand, which is really what you want to do and reinforce your value proposition to these customers or prospects. Totally a great point, Sherry. And, you know, there's a million ways to do it. Like with Rainbird, we went with sort of the obvious things of turf and greenery because, well, you know, they were, they're big in golf courses and all that type of thing. Right. Um, and so what you want to do is you want to think about your value proposition and how the Super Bowl experience, whether it is the best teams playing for the championship, to the camaraderie of getting together with friends and family, to watching the commercials, eating and drinking, like whatever it is, how those experiences can relate to what your brand stands for. How can you use the Super Bowl as an analogy for your brand? And once you figure that out, you're on your way to building a great offer. That's right. And now, Yvette, let's talk about the other major event in February, which is Valentine's Day. And very different from Super Bowl, but something that a lot of people can connect with. Absolutely. And, you know, like the Super Bowl, it's ubiquitous. It's kind of everywhere. There are hot takes everywhere, you know, in the in the media, social media, everything, which is like, oh, should we have a Valentine's Day to, oh, only rookies go out to dinner on Valentine's Day and, you know, things like this. But yet it still represents another opportunity for your brand to get into the current mindset the seasonal mindset of your customer or prospect. 
And Valentine's Day is one of those holidays where retail sales have grown over the last 20 years or so, just like Halloween and really even Easter. And part of that growth is due to the explosion of seasonal merchandise out there. And we just want to show you a program that we did for Nestle in the late 90s. Yep, we went into the Wayback Machine to make this point. <laughs> I pulled up this catalog that we put together in 1997. And, you know, it's hard to believe it today from what you see at retail, but those seasonal chocolates that you see out there that were everywhere for every holiday weren't always like that. And Nestle, actually, um, to give you a little backstory, had had some success with Butterfinger the year before with doing a little test of seasonal chocolates that was, you know, Butterfinger specific. And because it was really successful, they decided to launch a full line of seasonal chocolates that at that time included Butterfinger, Nestle Crunch, and the Turtles brands. Mm -hmm. And it was our job to tie them all together into some thematic presentation for sales so that they could present it to the retail buyers like a single collection that was representing different brands. And that yeah. was a first for them. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it worked really well then. It continues to work now. And the reason why is because people crave newness and novelty, mm -hmm. right? And they're aligned with what's happening on the calendar. So let me tell you, I got a little secret to tell you. Those Reese's peanut butter cups that you buy in February and they look like a heart, they're the same ones that look like Christmas trees in December or ghosts in October or something in between, they're they're all the same. They're your favorite chocolate, let's say. But the fact is, when they bring them out in seasonal packaging, they're fun, they're different, and they just sort of make us connected, feel more connected culturally to what's going on in the marketplace. So are you guys sitting there asking yourself, well, how does that help my brand if I'm not a chocolate company or I don't sell flowers or I don't own a restaurant? Like, how does that work? Well, just like all the examples we gave with Super Bowl, you can still tap into that mindset and be part of Valentine's Day. Yep. And, you know, I'll give you an example. Literally just today, earlier today, I got a Valentine's Day offer from a B2B company that specializes in SEO. Okay. It was a straight up discount, right? It was like 20% off or something. And it was positioned as a Valentine's Day special because it said, my SEO deserves something special, right? So on the one hand, I totally applaud the effort, but I thought their theme was a little weak, right? I would have preferred something that says, show your SEO some love or use some quote about love and nurture because what we do know about SEO is that you have to play the long game. And that would have tied more thematically to the idea. Plus as a separate, you know, more, more aggressive knock, instead of just doing a percent off, they could have offered a gift card for chocolates or flowers or something else for the same money. Or they could have offered 14% off because it's on Valentine's Day the 14th. There's lots of ways that they could have, without spending extra money, been a little bit more tight with the offering itself. But still, they made the offer and I give them credit for that. Absolutely. And really the point here is, is that seasonality matters. So pay attention to it, whether it's Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, whatever it is, it really gives you a real deadline. 
And having a deadline is really critical to the successful offers because people need it in order to react and take action and do it. Yeah, Yvette and I see it all the time. So many marketers out there don't like having this false deadline because there's no really good reason to close the offer down. Well, this seasonal program, whichever one you choose, it provides you the perfect reason to close it down and have an end date because it's related to a very specific season and maybe try it and see just how much better the offer performs with a deadline. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Valentine's Day, like the Super Bowl, it provides a multitude of ways that you can support the holiday. You know, of course, you can send gifts to your nurture list, your ABM list or whatever, like chocolates to your best prospects. You can get gourmet chocolates. You can brand your chocolates. You can get specialty ones that relate to your product or service, as an example. And you can also make your prospects personal life better with the ultimate Valentine's Day experience with their loved one, like a bucket list VIP dinner at a chef's table or some exclusive night out. And you can show you're attentive by offering to send flowers to their loved one to demonstrate your attentiveness to their personalization. Yeah, there's many ways to do it, you know, but the point is to make a seasonal program around a holiday or event work, like we said, you have to tie the reward to your value proposition and you have to offer something that the prospect covets or something that would make their life easier in that moment. And make sure your ask is consistent with the reward. So you can use the sweepstakes reward as the top of the funnel where you're looking to drive awareness and offer premiums or gifts with a purchase. And then at the middle and the bottom of the funnel where you're really driving revenue. Yeah, exactly. And of course, I'm sure based on the timing, you know, it's too late to create a Super Bowl or a Valentine's Day offer this year, but you can number one, mark it down for next year. And also, we suggest you look ahead to the next few months so you can see how you can integrate seasonality into your offers now and tap into your prospects' mindset as they connect to your brand. And that's a wrap for today, guys. So thanks again for dropping in and make sure you subscribe to our channel so you get alerted on our new content and join our newsletter for even more in-depth coverage. You'll find the link in the show notes below. Thank you.